This is El Paisano Media, and you're listening to EPM Network. Hi, everybody. I'm your host, Yasmin Poot, for the podcast, Latinos Who. Good morning, good evening, and good night. Um, I want to talk about today, for the very first episode, just a little bit about what Latinos Who's podcast is about, as well as, you know, the lack of representation in U.S. media. Um, in America's media, I guess, yeah. So, let's get down about podcast so this podcast is about latino representation latino empowerment um you know our success stories and our failures just everything we go through being latino in this country and just you know what happens to us i guess you can say just little stories you know i would love to be able to talk to many of you and just get stories and you guys can follow my instagram at yasmin underscore poop and personal or latinos who at latinos who on instagram which is way better um and yeah i'm just really excited to start this podcast and for our first guest speaker it is me so your host yasmin poots i'll be talking about representation in this country representation in the media you know just how latinos in general are represented in america so let's get started In the media, I always feel, you know, growing up, I felt very left out in a lot of ways. Um, I want to start off by saying I am Mexican-American, so there is that, just, you know. But, yeah, I want to say that I grew up without seeing representation done in the media. Like, if I wasn't watching Telemundo or Univision, um... I wasn't seeing myself, like, at all. Like, I wasn't seeing myself in anybody that was in the movies or, you know, on TV shows besides Dora and Go Diego Go, like, and Maya and Miguel. Those were my, like, shows that I was like, oh, my God, they look like me. They talk like me. You know, they, you know, they speak Spanish. That's great. It's crazy. And, um, you know, just things like that or just seeing, like, movies made about you know mexican americans i guess you can say specifically like richie valens like la bamba which is played by um oh my god let me google it uh because i remember like seeing it and being like oh my god who is that i love him he's so cute yeah that was me i would i loved him um you know, I was like, oh my god, he looks like me, talks like me, you know. It was Lou Diamond Phillips, who, if people don't know, Lou Diamond Phillips is actually Filipino. Yeah, he's he's not even Mexican, he's, he's Filipino. He's a great actor, but he's not Mexican. But besides the point, it's just things like that. Like, Selena, Selena was played by J-Lo, who is of Puerto Rican descent, which is awesome, too. And, um... Yeah, just little things like that where I was always, you know, seeing myself in these characters, obviously, that they played really well. And, you know, just little things like that where you grow up and you're like, oh, my God, they weren't even Mexican. But they were Latinos, which made it me feel 
a little better. Well, Filipino isn't Latino, but he did his paper really well. <laughs> and, you know, Lou Diamond Phillips does play a lot of Hispanic, like, roles. Like, he plays a lot of Latinx roles, if you want to put it into, like, he plays in the, um, in the movie with Mr. Escalante. I don't remember the name at the top of my head, but, you know, he plays, like, this cholo in that movie and it's kind of another thing that i always saw you know growing up was we were always like the cholos or like the sexualized people or the funny people in movies and shows and i think it hasn't changed at all like at all in this like we've seen the same thing over and over again like i want to talk about you know on my block i love on my block i literally watch it such a great show uh in my opinion and yeah like i just that was like another one that i really got into because i was like oh my god like latino representation i love it and it's like they're in the hood i guess you can say like you know and it does represent a little bit of how many of us grow up and stuff and like the environment many of us see and we grow up and like i like that and i get that but um i feel like we never stop being like cholos like we never stop being somewhat affiliated with cholos uh which you know yeah some of us do have that and some of us don't you know affiliation but i still feel like you know there's a lack of representation for a lot of us in the community um because everyone's always playing Sorry, because everyone's always playing, like, Mexican, you know? Like, everyone's Mexican all of a sudden, you know? And it sucks because I see these amazing actors who aren't Mexican, but they're, like, Honduran, Puerto Rican, Dominican, you know? And everyone's kind of placed in this box that, like, oh, they're playing a Mexican. Oh, they're brown. They're Spanish-speaking. Yeah, that's Mexican. Yep. But it's, like... No, because there's other Latin countries. There's other beautiful countries, too. And, you know, that's kind of what's hard as well. Because we have America Ferrer, who I believe is Honduran. And, you know, she's always playing Mexican-Americans, you know. So the movie I was talking about with Lou Diamond Phillips, who is Filipino, is actually Stand and Deliver, if I'm not wrong with Mr. Scalat. Yeah, Stand and Deliver. Such a great movie. I would watch it for Hispanic Heritage. Oh my god. Happy Hispanic Heritage Month. Everybody. By the way, sorry. I should have started off with that. Happy Hispanic Heritage Month. Yeah, that's it's great. So, yeah. But going on, Stand and Deliver is the movie, the name of the movie. But back to representation in media where, you know, I feel like if they see a brown person in Hollywood, it's like, yep, they're going to play the Mexican. Or, you know, I want to say that J-Lo has played an Italian before. Has she played an Italian? Yeah, in the movie. Yeah, she has. In the movie, um, oh my gosh, where she marries, where she's like with Matthew McCall, with the wedding planner. It's the wedding planner. She's in it, and she's like, and her dad's like Italian. And she's like, we used to go play with him. And like the Italian man comes out. And he's like, it, who was the Italian guy? Who was the Italian guy in that one? The wedding planner. I remember. It's like a 
He's like a big actor now. The wedding. I'm like typing it out on the laptop. Yeah, wedding planner. Let's see. Oh my gosh, it was Alex Carrera from Grey's Anatomy who played the Italian. Yeah. Yeah, she played a character called Mary Fiore. Yep. Yep, that's what it was. She played an Italian. Which is crazy because we're not getting parts that are, you know, us in the best way I can say. They're not showing us. You know what's another great show on Netflix that I actually think does very good representation is Gentrified. Um, I personally want to say I only watched like three episodes, but my sister finished the series and was like, well, this is great. I loved it. You know, because it talks about gentrification in, obviously, the Latin communities um, and how it changes a lot, which, you know, I think is, it sucks. Personally, I think it sucks, but, you know, it talks about it and it shows us in a different light that isn't the usual one we're put in. But overall, honestly, I think the representation is so lacking now. It's so lacking because the only person I grew up thinking, like I said before, was like people that look like me. But the biggest person that I really loved was Salma Hayek. And she's really the Mexican-American actress that I can think of from the top of my head. Right now, in this very second, is Salma Hayek. I literally adore that woman. When I saw Fools Russian. And I saw her big, loud family and how they eat together and they get together all the time and how they, like, you know, never leave her alone. I literally loved it. I was like, oh, my God. And then Matthew Perry, who plays Chandler on Friends, was in it. And it was like, oh, my God, I have biggest crush on this man. Like, I love him. You know what I mean? And I literally love that movie, Fool's Russian. It's so amazing. And I think it did do the stereotypes, like, of, you know... Mexican women, it, it did play that, like always, in a lot of movies, I think many people are always stereotyped, you know, that doesn't change in Hollywood, but yeah, that's kind of what I thought was crazy, and I thought was exciting, I loved it, growing up, I was like, oh my god, she looks like me, she has the same hair as me, she's so beautiful, maybe not like me, but, um, you know, yeah. And that's kind of the only one I can think of from the top of my head that was like a love, like a rom-com that I was like, oh my god, like, that's, this is beautiful. I love it. I think that's why I love the movie so much because when I think of rom-coms, I think of like white ones, which are, which mostly they are, like When Harry Met Sally, which is, I love it obviously, and just The Notebook and just things like that, you know. But movies like that always kind of made me second-guess myself, I guess you can say, growing up. Because I was like, wait, none of these people look like me. Why? You know, the only representation I really had in my life of strong Latin Mexican women was my mom, my grandma, my sister. You know, who influenced me growing up a lot. They were like my cheetah girls. <laughs> That's probably like a really bad reference, like way of saying it but um yeah that's kind of who they were to me like cheetahs amigas you know i always thought they were so cool and like they gave me that representation i needed they need they gave me like the reassurance that um 
it's okay, you know, it's okay to be Mexican, it's okay to be proud of where you're from, that was always what I was given, that was always what I was told, and be proud, and it's so hard for me to say even right now, but um, it didn't start off that way, my pride of being Mexican, and being Mexican-American specifically, started when I was around 7th, 8th grade, because before that, it was something I hated. It was something I didn't like. I was ashamed um, a lot of the time, you know, because, and I don't really want to blame that on media. I kind of just want to blame it on myself sometimes, but then I'm like, I was a kid and I didn't see anybody else that looked like me for the majority of the time. And that was hard. That was a hard time for me, if I'm going to be honest. It was like the loving where my family's from, you know, loving my culture, loving my roots in general. It was a hard time for me um, to realize that. And I don't want to blame it on the lack of representation, but maybe it was because of the lack of representation I was given that wasn't my family. Maybe it was that moment of, you know, wishing I was somebody I wasn't. And that kind of stayed with me even today. And that's kind of why I wanted to really also start this podcast was because I want to talk about that. I want to talk about my inner kid that needs healing, I guess you can say, from hating myself for a long time. And, you know, hating where where I come from. And I think for many of us it is important, you know, to just love where we come from, love that our parents came here not love that our parents came here with nothing but appreciate it and you know they built something for us they built a household for us and you know there's moments where we should be great there are, we should be grateful for it because i wouldn't be able to do it i know that i wouldn't be able to go somewhere and you know start over that's hard but yeah that's what i i kind of had that insecurity all the time growing up I was like oh my god like those white girls don't have any hair on their body and I have like a million hairs on my body like I had a unibrow and you know the bushy eyebrows and like my legs were super hairy my arms are my arms were super hairy and they were just things I wanted to get rid of so fast when I was growing up I was like god I just I don't want to have them anymore like my mustache like oh my god like someone get rid of it you know, that's kind of what I grew up, like, thinking half the time and just hating it because nobody else was kind of going through it or nobody else said they were going through that. You know, those those were things that weren't talked about, I guess you can say, but they were things I went through on my own and I just hated it. I did. I wish I loved it, but I hated it. I hated um, a lot of things. And I regret it now because now I'm like, why? Why did I feel like that? What what stroke that nerve of being like, struck, sorry, struck that nerve of being like, hate yourself, hate where you come from. And it's, uh, it sucks. It does. I hate that I felt like that. But um, back to like the representation as well. You know, I feel like media and, you know, just things like, I don't even want to say... 
the stereotypical things that were talked about, like, that are given to us, you know, as Latinos, um, it's just hard to think about it and stuff like that. Like, uh, like we're okay with it because, you know, we get one role in a movie and, you know, you may be the, like, the background character, but you're in the movie or you're the funny person in the movie. And the person I think about when I think about, like, the funny person is, um, there's two people that come to mind that are Latinos. It's John, what's his name? Is it John? Yeah. I'm going to mess up his last name. But he is, um, I know he's not Mexican. But, ah, there you go, yeah, he's in a, he's Puerto Rican, he's great, John Leguiz, I'm not going to say his last name, I don't want to mess up, I feel so bad, he was born in Colombia, and he's an amazing American actor, he's really funny too, he has a stand-up on Netflix called um, The History of Latinos, I want to say, which was really funny. Um, he comes out in Romeo and Juliet with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and that, too. He comes out in a lot of great movies. He's an amazing actor. Um, and, yeah, he's great. I really love him. And I think of people like him, you know, who are so funny and great. And, you know, they're not given, like, a platform as big as... Wh- who do I want to say is, like, um, John... In his platform. Mm. Well, there's like... I can't even come up with a name right now. Like, I can't. It's like not coming to my mind. But yeah, just... You know, it's like that. It's like people like him that I feel like... Really talk about Latin representation as well. Like, there is... there's, It's lacking and it's noticeable. Which is... Sucks, obviously. Like, you know, we have the same people playing the same parts all the time like he plays mexican he plays puerto rican he plays um different characters all the time i don't know why he just said too but like he plays different you know and it just sucks like i wish i could see like j-lo i don't know if j-lo's played a puerto rican i hope she has you know sofia vergara's plays colombian i love her too she's amazing um and yeah like just things like that. I want to see us being represented, represented, sorry, represented from where we are, you know, because not every brown person or every Latinx is from the same country. You know what I mean? Like, there's, it's so broad. It's so beautiful. It's so amazing that, you know, we all come, we all can speak the same language, unless Brazilians, you know, because they speak Portuguese, right? Yes. Yes, they do. Uh, yeah, like, I just want to see that. I do. I want to see more in American media. I want to see it happen for other kids growing up and other people, you know, that need that representation. Like, I want my little cousins to be able to be like, oh, yeah, she was, like, a cool scientist. Or she was a doctor. Or, like, you know, like, not like she was nothing wrong. I want to say that nothing wrong with it, but it's just frustrating 
to continue just having those parts. I want more parts. I want lawyers. I want doctors. I want firemen. You know, I want movies. I want a rom-com with the lead actress being Latina or Latinx. However, you know, just that's what I want. I want that. I want the rom-com to be of two Latinx people in it. That's what I would like to see. I would love to see it happen. I will not I would love to see it being made. You know, just or an action movie that doesn't involve us being the bad guy or the bad person. You know what I mean? Like little things, subtle things that just I feel need to change because the representation I grew up with, trust me, it wasn't enough. And I want to say that's a lot for many of us. The representation we got, it really wasn't enough growing up. It wasn't enough for us to be like, yes, I can see myself, you know, on there. Like, we should just, we should be the change. We should try and, you know, push it because it's getting really frustrating to see the same parts being recycled for every other actor that's brown. It's so annoying. You know, and like I said, frustrating it is because I want to see more of these actors. Like, I see them being played once, like on my block, I see them being played once, and I don't see these actors. Or maybe they're working on something and they haven't told us, but I want to see more of them. I would love to see more of them on the big screen being played serious roles, representing where they're from. And I think that's important, you know. Or just playing, you know, not even having to represent us, but just being on the screen, looking like us, looking, you know. Because that's what I wish I had growing up. That's something I wish I saw growing up a lot more. That wasn't from novelas and wasn't from movies from our countries, you know, because I feel like that's what we grew up on, too. Movies from our countries, you know, other novelas on Telemundo, Univision, Tele Azteca, you know what I mean, like. That's kind of what we grew up on, seeing the representation. Even many of us don't see ourselves in those novelas because they don't have a large variety of, you know, a range of people, like, different. So, yeah, that's kind of the first episode of Latinos Who. I want to get more into it, but I think we should stop here. Not because I want to, but because I feel like, you know, this is a little taste of what is to come from this podcast, I want to say. Yeah, it's a little taste from this podcast, and I'm very excited to share more with you. Well, every episode is out every other Friday, and, you know, hopefully we get a guest speaker. Hopefully we get stories in the future from other people with their stories about this country, other stories about any anywhere from anywhere in the world. You know, if you're Latino, just anything honestly would do just really excited to be here really excited to start this podcast and this journey with you guys and thank you for listening to me for 20 minutes or so so thank you uh i hope you guys like it and follow me on instagram at latinos thank you